Welcome to the Venley Expert Talks, where we aim to inspire Web3 builders with great stories from great minds. I'm your host, Alexandra Ahrens, and I'd like to remind you that you can always reach out to us on Twitter, Discord, or LinkedIn with ideas for the podcast and questions for our guests. We are no longer streaming since we want to make sure the podcast has the best possible quality. For that reason, I will announce our guests on social to give you enough time to post your questions beforehand. Today I want to welcome Diego Borgo, an NFT strategist and advisor who has worked on pretty epic brands and NFT projects, including Adidas. We'll talk about how brands can join the metaverse and NFT space in an authentic way. Um, Diego, if you want to just start out, I'd love to hear about a little bit your background in life and how you got started. Nice. Thanks for having me, first of all. Um, appreciate the platform and uh, I'll do my best to add as much value as I can. Um, background story i've been i've been consulting brands for about eight years for now um i've been consulting adidas uh for about four years um i've been in crypto since 2017 and uh in nft i'm like full-time let's say <laughs> because you know it's a 24 7 job um i've been in nft space for about 10 to 11 months uh, yeah so that's kind of like my background you know majority of my career is spent consulting uh, brands from the client or the agency side uh, into digital marketing and digital strategy. That's kind of like how I, I navigated the, the the sort of like the career space. Uh, majority of the time, um, you know, I've been I've been a lot freelancing as well, or consulting, uh, or working externally with 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 several different brands within lifestyle and and uh, entertainment. So that's kind of like where where my background um, comes in. And uh, yeah, stoked to be here and, and happy to chat. Great. Awesome. Um, yeah, then we can jump right into it. Um, so when you're working with those brands, what kind of advice do you give them or what could you give anyone who's listening um, that want to enter the space? What kind of advice do you give them? Yeah, it's it's a good question. You know, it's uh, it's to start to start off, you know, uh, we, we use this kind of like we are early statement around left and right within the space, which I definitely think we are. So, you know, um, being 10, 11 months in feels like an eternity because <laughs> NFT space moves so quick and there's so much going on. Um, and, you know, and, and looking back, it's just about four or five months that we start seeing brands actually coming into the space, right? Uh, some have done it right, others in a questionable manner, depending on your point of view. Uh, you know, and, and it's been really exciting to to see the difference, to see the, the different approach and uh, uh, the crypto community and the NFT community. It's it's mainly, you know, composed by people that have been around for quite a while uh, within the crypto space or DeFi space or, or blockchain space. So it's really interesting to see how people can, you know, sense or, or sort of like have a good rudder for uh, things that not necessarily are thought through or, or, or authentic and it's really interesting when you see brands coming in and then in a second people are already like cash grab cash grab you know like it's <laughs> yeah. really it's really funny to see that because people have that sense you know um, mm -hmm. so to your point um, that's for me one of the main things that brands should be looking into right now right how can I enter this space in the most authentic manner how can I add value to the people that are within the space and with, within those communities. Uh, you know, those two pillars for me are, are essential. And I think uh, 
you know, I could count in three or two fingers uh, brands so far that have done that. Uh, so, you know, I think, again, we are very early. Uh, there's a lot of things to be discovered. Uh, if we are early from a text standpoint, uh, if we are early from a community standpoint, imagine how early we are from a brand standpoint, right? From like a company standpoint. Uh, so it's, it's, it's interesting. I feel we are in the situation on which um, brands have the opportunity to be an early adopter and a sort of like a enter the space, uh, you know, quite quick. But then at the same time, they have to take decisions really quick, which is not the norm for big and large corporations because things just take way too long. Uh, and that, you know, comes a lot of times with a cost on, on which you just come straight in the space and do something because you want to, you know, make a statement. And uh, that sometimes is not the best way to do it. So I feel, you know, it's it's a really difficult challenge. Um, and I'm not trying to, to make it, you know, sound easy because I understand inside all the difficulties. But I think if, you know, anyone within the audience or, or you know, is, is starting a conversation within a brand, uh, about getting into the space, I think two main things should be the first two questions. You know, the first one is how can we add value? And that the second one is how can we be authentic? Uh, you know, because if, if we start from other angles, which is normally the case, you know, a lot of, a lot of brand CMOs or marketeers are seeing NFTs or metaverse as a new channel where they can push products. Uh, it, it won't work. You know, it, it, it's a different it's a different environment. You cannot see that as a, oh, let's do the same strategy we did for CRM or let's do the same strategy we did for our .com ambitions. Let's do the same strategy we've done for rolling out our new app. It's it's a whole different game. You know, it's it's about culture. It's about community. It's not just a new channel. Um, and I think, you know, that mentality, I hope that mentality starts to, to shift a little bit around because... Uh, is one of the main challenges I've seen for brands one to get into the space and be respected or to create real real-world impact. Yeah, definitely. So you said that you can think of a couple brands who have really done it right. So how would you say they've done it right? What value did they add or what do you see that just made you think, yeah, that's the one? Yeah, you know, like it's exactly based on on what I just mentioned, right? So if you think about um, brands that have got into this space and just created something because they want to create something like McDonald's, Pepsi, Coca-Cola, you know, <laughs> uh, they just put an out NFT out and, 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 and hope for the best. You know, there was yeah. so far, I haven't really seen, uh, seen true what actually happened, uh, with those, those projects. I haven't, uh, seen, you know, a really big and really engaging community being built around it and, and, uh, you know, a really, really exciting, uh, you know, not necessarily a roadmap, but sort of like initiatives that are being taken. So I think that that's one way that has been done, uh, which, you know, brands tend to think that because they were around for so long and they're like worldwide known, uh, people care. And a lot of times people don't, you know, and, and it's a hard pill to swallow. So I think that those brands are now learning that instead of building communities from scratch, they have to join communities and take part on. And that brings me to, to the answer to your question of the, the ones that have done it right. I, I won't go into names because I think it's not necessarily the case, but it's more about the approach, right? So if you think about how do you, how do you add value, you know, you have to bring the platform that your brand 
represents and you have to bring the audience that comes with your brand and the value, the heritage and sort of like the, the branding that, that you have and you need to bring that into already existing space. So, you know, imagine joining communities that are already established, that already have uh, been around for a while, that resonate with your brand more than, more than anything else, that you know it's going to be authentic when you come in. Uh, and then joining that and understanding, you know, how you can add value, how you can make something for their community. How can you guys or girls work together uh, on creating, you know, something on top of both brands? So it's, it's all about collaboration. It's all about partnership. It's not about here, here is me, this 75, 80 years old organization coming in and everybody cares about me in the real world and everybody's going to care about me in NFT and metaverse space. So I will do my own thing. It's, it's a whole different thing. Now it's about, you know, joining communities, uh, getting together and, and creating added value for everyone. You know, I tend to say that for me, Web3 stands for win, win, win. You know, it's a win for the brand, it's a win for the community and it's a win for the creator. And if that relationship isn't in place, uh, you know, it's going to be really hard to, to get traction on the long term. Yes, you can come in and like put a nice presentation and show to the board and now you are inside the metaverse. Yes, you can come in and make a couple hundred millions because, you know, you just flip like a couple NFTs within the community and everybody was stoked that this brand's part of it now. But then is that three, four, five months from now because there is not, no follow-up behind. Uh, yes, you can drive traffic to social media and prove that, yes, there is engagement within the NFT community and the brand should be investing more time in that space. But those are metrics and, 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 and ways of approaching that are very Web2, you know. And that's what's exciting, what's happening right now. We are shifting not just from, you know, oh, there is a new platform, which is NFTs. There is this, this new entire universe that's being built, that's uh, the metaverse. But there is also a whole new suite of technologies that's Web3 technologies, blockchain, tokenomics, uh, you know, the, the actual backbone of, of the internet is being built and, and developing as we talk. So all those things should be, taken in consideration while brands want to come into the space and, and sort of like, you know, um, join the party, so to say. And I, I think that trying to move fast is, is being made, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a fast way, which sometimes is not necessarily the best approach because uh, those things are, are not being taken into consideration. Mm -hmm. Sure. So if I understand correctly, then your advice would be for brands to kind of go towards open blockchain networks rather than going for private blockchains or not? Well, I mean, it's more about the community, right? If you're talking about um, projects, let's say, let's say a very big um, brand that's relevant for, for a woman, for example. I don't know. Give, you, you give me an example because I think you're in a better position than I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, no. <laughs> uh, I don't know, like L'Oreal. Sure. Is that, is that a good example? Why not? Yeah. Okay. So imagine L'Oreal coming in, right? If if we are we are approaching and applying that that framework I was talking about, uh, you know, you can look into projects that have been um, being you know led and created by women. Like Word of Woman is a great example within the NFT space. Uh, Boss Beauty is a great example within the NFT space. Uh, that Fellas is a great example within the NFT space. Let's stick to sort of like those three as an example. Imagine you coming in as a brand and then you start like, you know, building a strategy hand on hand with those community leaders 
on which you know what is the biggest issue we have within uh, NFT space right now or, or or crypto space right now it's majority male dominated 90 or 85 percent I don't know exactly the stats I don't even know if you have stats but you feel it and obviously you understand and know much better than I uh, you know so how can we tackle that problem uh, with the community as a brand to bring and educate and accelerate the 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 uh, you know the adoption of women within the space mm -hmm. like what an incredible cause to join first of all secondly what an incredible uh, you know manner to enter the space because you're you know taking part in a cause that's really relevant uh, and then you're doing that with people that are already doing that within the space by the most authentic uh, manner and that are already creating impact uh, so that's kind of what I mean when I say, you know, how can you come in in an authentic manner? How can you come in uh, in a way that is adding value for everyone, for example? And, and, and that's, that's how I feel that, you know, very few brands have, have spent time to think that entering the space is not necessarily creating an NFT. You don't need to create an NFT. You can join communities. You can, you know, create impact. Uh, you can use your platform. Uh, to bring those communities and bring awareness and educate your own, your your audience, uh, so you know there's there's several different ways of tackling it. Mm -hmm. Okay. In that sense, then, are there specific uh, places or tools that you would point brands towards to get started on the right foot? It's difficult. <laughs> sure. It's difficult because we're early again, right? If you're gonna keep yeah. coming back to me saying we are early throughout <laughs> the whole the whole show, because that's that's the truth. So I feel we are we are in a very interesting gray space right now, which after I feel after Christmas is being insane because the, the inbound and the amount of people reaching out after Christmas was really high. And I think, and that's my gut feeling that a lot of people got together on Christmas time or holidays for, for people that don't celebrate Christmas, obviously. Uh, they got together by end of last year and then there was that one person within the family that was like, have you ever heard of NFTs? Sure. And then that conversation started, right? Yep. And after that, and then, you know, people are part of organizations, people are leading companies and all of it. And I think that start like echoing uh, within organizations and companies and a lot of that conversation is happening right now. So I think there's two ways a lot of companies and, and brands and organizations are approaching it. One is they get the phone and they call to whoever they've been working already for years, like let's say like uh, consulting groups or, you know, Web2 agencies, and they just drop a briefing on that. We have to go inside the metaverse, bring something up. The people on the other side of the line don't understand it yet because, again, we're early. The people that are doing the briefing might understand a little bit because, again, we're early. So, you know, the, the, that conversation is still sort of like the, the, the blind guy in the blind or, you know, a lot of like misunderstanding uh, or, or lack of information. And, and that's one side. The other side is, uh, you know, brands that were either lucky, really lucky enough to have people within the organization that have been in the space, that has spent a lot of time within the space. You know, that can be 10 months, that can be one year max, because again, we are early. So if, if those brands were lucky enough to have those people that are passionate enough to invest the energy to kind of like educate and convert everyone and then get together and build something, uh, you know, those are sort of like the ways I think things are moving and approaching. There is no expert in, 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 in the topic. There are people that have been spending more time or there are people, you know, OGs that have been around for a while. So I don't, I don't have like a set of tools apart from, you know, roll the sleeve and get involved. 
because right now everyone is trying to figure out what is this about, right? If you think, oh yeah, everybody knows now Bored Apes, for example, but it's a project that seven or eight months ago didn't exist. Mm -hmm. You know, and if you haven't spent the last five, six months trying to figure out and understand the ins and outs, it's really, really difficult to to you know like to onboard or to point like oh there is a SharePoint that everything you can ever imagine is in there. Uh, education is a huge issue right now. Uh, you know, one because the the amount of time that uh, the space exists is isn't that long. Specifically, NFTs. Uh, I mean, NFTs as we know, obviously from 2017, 16 things have been around already, but you know, was a very hand, like a handful of people that were involved back then. But uh, you know, I think the education aspect right now is where a lot of people are catching up, um, and everyone that reaches out to me, I, I've I've helped onboarding more than 200 people to this space. Everyone that reaches out to me is also always asking, you know, what is the tool? Like, where do I learn of it? There is like a Bible or anything like that. Like, no, there isn't. You know, there's a, I have 300 links that I, I bookmarked and I sell, send to people depending on the level they are and some YouTube channels. And, but, you know, getting involved, I think is the best tool right now is, 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 you know, you don't need to purchase, you don't need to invest if you're not keen to do it, which is absolutely fine. But you can get involved on Discord. You can get into communities. You can follow uh, projects on Twitter. You can, you know, listen to what other people that have been around a little bit longer have to say. Um, and that's is 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 that difficult, you know? Because when you're a CMO, you obviously don't have the time to to do it. Uh, and you know, the people you usually would ring for advice or consultancy are still trying to catch up. Uh, you know, so I think that that's the difficulty at the at the time. And and education is being, you know. Uh, a big, big issue that I know, you know, more and more is, is becoming uh, easier, but still we, we are very early when it comes to education as well. Okay, sure. So outside of education, is there a, any kind of tool or something that you think is still missing from the space that you would like to see to help with this process? Um, in, in which sense you mean like in general? Sure. Anything regarding getting brands into into the space? Well, I think one of the biggest issue brands are facing is basically liability and, and the legal aspects sure. of uh, getting involved with cryptocurrencies, right? Okay. By far, by far. Every time I'm, I'm joining meetings or I'm in boardrooms talking to, to people, everyone is just like, how do I add ETH to my balance sheet because we are a public traded company? And if Bitcoin or ETH are going down, how do I justify to my investor that the company is 50% down, the revenue from the company is 50% down because, you know, China just banned uh, Bitcoin again and, and is, you know, 40% down overnight. Mm -hmm. So, like, solving that issue with a tool, for example, or platforms, I know there are already, you know, solutions out there, but I think we need that on an enterprise level. We, we need to start you know, getting that uh, within either already existing enterprise platforms that are adding that to their suit of technologies um, or someone or some company coming out and, and leading the space because this is the main blocker right now. Every time people are like, okay, cool, we're keen to learn. We, we could definitely find a budget for it. Uh, you know, we think yeah, and we understand the trends and, and we see the value and we see where people are spending time and their attention on. But how do we fix the liability issue? How do I get my legal team on board to say yes for this thing? How do I get like corporate to agree with this? Um, that's that's a big issue, and I think uh, you know onboarding brands and bringing brands to the space 
you're going to come a lot of times to that specific detail of um, how do we manage, uh, you know, the transition from from cryptocurrencies to fiat or or how do we get, you know, that into balance sheet or, or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. In your educated opinion, are there specific brands or even just industries that you think will have maybe an easier time transitioning? Oh, yeah, 100% gaming, the gaming industry. Sure. They're going to kill it. It's gonna be incredible. Okay, sure. Yeah. You know, this this Outside summer. Outside of that, though. <laughs> this summer is gonna be gaming and play to earn and all of it. It's gonna be incredible. Mm -hmm. I keep saying that as loud as I can because it's 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 gonna be insane. I think mm -hmm. they are coming big time to disrupt the industry. Uh, apart from that, um, I think I'm surprised. I'm surprised by the fashion industry. Um, okay. I'm surprised how how quick and uh, and uh, you know really. Not necessarily quick. Well, quick is the word because everything happened very fast, but also sort of like, um, you know, seemed to be a very smooth transition. I think the fact that there is a lot of conversations around metaverse and a lot of conversations around digital fashion and digital wearables, I think it made a bit easier for, for, for fashion brands or sports brands uh, or luxury brands to understand the value proposition on why someone would pay 20 grand for a digital pair of shoe. Um, mm -hmm. And I think, I think they, they're going to have not necessarily an easier or easy time, but I think a lot of them have sort of like start to grasp it. I've seen, you know, mm -hmm. like Gucci has done some really cool things. Uh, you know, I'm biased, but Adidas has done some really cool things. Sure. Um, you know, Prada has done some cool things. So I see, I see those brands sort of like coming in and, and, and getting it uh, a bit faster than others, you know. I expected, uh, you know, consumer goods, for example, like, uh, as I said before, you know, Coca-Cola or Pepsi or McDonald's, mm -hmm. because one of the size of the organizations and two, the, the sort of like, you know, um, marketing budget, marketing working budget that I know that they work with. I expected more from, from those brands just because it's such a, it's such an easier sell when it comes to, you know, what they do. But I think it, it became, it became harder uh, for them to do something as engaging or as exciting as fashion and just because maybe you know there is this one-to-one -one for fashion with with wearables and, and digital fashion as i mentioned before so yeah gaming fashion uh i think you know they they they're 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 gonna have a easier manner obviously um i think who has a lot of in, uh, advantage but i haven't seen any big plays yet is um the ip industry right so when you think about either music or or entertainment, um, mm -hmm. that play that space is insane. is is ready to be disrupted, right? And there is okay. an, 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 an NFT and blockchain and, and all those technologies offer such a great, um, such a great perspective for them. You know, when it comes to uh, you know IP ownership or proof of uh, ownership or uh, royalties that can uh, be in perpetuity through smart contracts. I mean, it's the perfect platform. Um, mm -hmm. obviously those plays are really big because they involve a lot of the old, old world, not even web two, but the older, older world, which is, you know, agents and, and, and all those things. So I'm excited to see what's going to come from that sector. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, talking about a lot of these bigger brands, uh, I've got to bring it to Facebook and meta. What kind of impact do you think they will have on, um, the metaverse? Uh, it's difficult. 
um, I have two points of view and my two personas think different. Okay. And I, I take a hat and I put a hat. So my community hat on NFT DGN, someone that really, really cares about the community and spend a lot of time on Discord, building, adding value, trying to get involved in projects. Um, I feel it's, you know, and I've, I've sensed that from, from the community a lot that we are, we could be at risk to bring web two mentality that has brought us to a very, very dark corner into web three as well. Uh, you know, and I don't, I don't, uh, deny the value that Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, Google, and all those major companies have brought into society when it comes to people getting together, connecting, uh, expanding social media, all of that is undeniable, has has been an incredible positive change for the world. Uh, no one can question that. But the business approach on the on the behind the scenes through, you know, like uh, the way uh, data was exploited or the way, uh, you know, privacy was not necessarily one of the main priorities. Uh, that's what concerns me a little bit, if that mentality comes in, because we are really... We're really, we still, you know, really thinking more on the um, romantic and, and utopian world that Web3 is going to solve all those issues and it's going to be the perfect solution and privacy going to be the, the, main, the main aspect that we're going to be able to sell our data rather than letting those big whales profit from us. Like all those conversations are still embedded on, on, on a lot of communities that I'm part of. And uh, I feel that that, that type of um, move, um, it's, it could potentially be a threat and then you know, a couple of years from now, we're going to be like, okay, what about Web4? <laughs> you know, <laughs> this didn't work. Try exactly. Again. <laughs> so that's, that's my, my community hat on, right? The, the romantic uh, Diego. Um, on the other side, like from, from like from a consulting and business aspect, um, I think they have the power to bring the masses, which the only way this space is going to develop and, and, and go to what, you know, a mass adoption would look like is by companies like that coming in and bringing like their their audiences. I mean there is a billion a billion I think there is a billion users on on WhatsApp if I'm mistaken. Don't even know the numbers for like Facebook and Instagram. So there is no question that as soon as they start moving to that direction they will bring that audience with them and they're going to connect all their tools with it. Uh so that will definitely bring mass adoption that is so needed because we've been talking about it for a long time especially in crypto. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so that, that's kind of like how I see it, you know, is it, it's, it's sometimes maybe, uh, you know, depending on the point of view, you're going to have different, different, uh, angles, but that's kind of like how I see it from my, my two perspectives. Great. Okay. It's good to have both sides of the, the story. It's there. important. <laughs> Otherwise you become yeah. an extreme and, and that's not a good point. Sure. Good. So with that mass adoption um, and with all these brands entering the space, obviously there will be a lot um, more, less technical users in a pretty technical space. Um, Do you think that'll create a lot of frustration or not so much? Or what will we need to do to bring them and keep them in? Oh, 100%. 100%. Mainly when it comes, for example, things like Ethereum. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I am an Ethereum maxi, but I'm like, in, in general, I'm a networking maxi, right? I, I like all networks and I think, you know, they all should work together. I tend to say, you know, is, is the, the core of, um, 
uh, blockchain cryptocurrencies like us against the man not us against each other right so i don't believe on those like oh bitcoin i'm like just do bitcoin i just do solana i just do polygon i just do avalanche i just do ethereum i don't believe on that type of conversation but one thing we can deny is that right now we use the main net of ethereum which is such a stupid idea for uh, nfts and we are like destroying the system day by day because of gases you know and when we get people that are, have never traded anything their first thing, the first drop, the first NFT, the first whatever move they're going to do within the space, they join and they have to pay like $200 for a transaction. I don't think they're going to come back or I don't think they're going to confirm and like, oh, cool, I'll pay $200 to get this image that's worth like 20 that I find it's cool. Um, so, you know, I think that's a huge aspect. Uh, I know there's a lot of things happening in the background. Um, you know, I know that migrating to L2 or to Layer 2, I think that you know I'm, I'm not a blockchain specialist by the way that's just my gut feeling uh, sure. i think that that could be a great way of you know getting rid of stuff like that and getting an easier adoption but ux in crypto and nft and blockchain in general is horrible it's horrible how much how many times i lost money sending uh you know clicking the wrong button because it's not clear what that button does and then you realize after on chain that you know your money's gone or how many times i've sent something wrong to the wrong place or you know, uh, it's 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 really really bad, and and uh, I think there are two main businesses right now that could uh, you know crush it, uh, and I hope someone is building it. One is community management at scale, so you know like Discord and 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 Twitter and all those type of platforms at scale, how you get you know that thing to work. And secondly, is disrupting the the user experience that currently is within the within the the space, you know. Like OpenSea is a great example. Uh, looks rare came out looking much more edgy, looking much more user-friendly, having like great features and being really responsive. And there we go. A lot of people are trading looks rare now. Uh, MetaMask as well. Like, you know, I just, I have harder times with MetaMask because I love it. But at the same time, there's so many, you know, small glitches or, or user experience uh, aspects to it that I'm just, oh my God, it's it's difficult, you know. Um Hard wallets the same when you start talking about crypt, uh, safety and, and security. Uh, it's the technical aspect is still a very 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 high barrier for um, newcomers. And you know, even though companies like Coinbase, Binance uh, are more like on the Web two world because they are centralized and and you know is not necessarily again what the romantic Diego would love to to have within the space. Uh, they are doing a much better job than the decentralized tools on having like great UX or great support or great communication. So I'm really excited to see the change that's going to happen as soon as Coinbase comes in, uh, you know, and bring, I don't know, 67 million people from their user base into the space with really, really exciting UX. I've seen the, the demo on the product looks incredible. It's like, you, you know, Instagram on chain for NFTs. It's going to be really exciting. So I think, you know, those type of moves going to be needed for uh, other projects or products to wake up and, and understand that not everybody gets this crypto thing. And if you want a mass adoption, we're going we're gonna to need to do better. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you're talking about a lot of opportunity for the Web3 builders there. Um, how would you suggest or recommend that they get involved? Yeah, I think again going back to looks rare. Um, I'm, I'm. By the way, I'm not invested or anything. I just mm -hmm. really find it cool. 
I, I really enjoy the way they've done. I, I wish I would have been invested, but nobody asked me. <laughs> uh, I really, I really enjoy the way they did it with the airdrop. You know, I think we had like by end of the end of the last year and the beginning of this year, we had this, this airdrop mechanic on which they, you know, a couple of different projects just dropped coins on in people. And then they were like, we will build something. And if you hold and believe and trust and stake and give value back, uh, you're going to have a benefit, right? And and I I'm seeing the 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 first one that I've seen within NFT space so far that has gone from that sort of like bootstrapping through airdrop uh, that usually tends to be more like on the blockchain or, or crypto space rather uh, that's doing really well you know I I'm, I'm 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 keeping a really close look at how that develops because I think it's a really good manner you add value to the community first and then you build community around uh, uh, the launch of the product. And then you deliver a really, really incredible product that is solving a lot of problems. And then you huddle around with the community that they already had initially and you keep adding value, right? Um, right now, it's still obviously really early with that. I think the platform might be, what, three weeks old? Uh, but I've, I've used quite a lot and I, I really enjoy. And I think those, those types of uh, strategies uh, might be something that we're going to be seeing more and more in the future, you know? Just getting like, I know they, 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 they got with a lot of experts from the space, they got a lot of feedback uh, from like how to do it right. Um, and so far, in my opinion, they, they're crushing it. Cool. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of what I had to ask there. So um, is there any other information you want to give us here? Uh, I mean, I can rant about the future and NFTs and <laughs> blockchain for, for hours. So I don't know. I'm you sure. Know? <laughs> I'm sure. Cool. All right. Um, so yeah, then my other uh, last question or other main question here is, um, who do you think we should have on Venly Expert Talks next? Good question. Ah, so many people. <laughs> so many good people. Have you guys spoke to G Money already? G Money? I don't think so. No. Oh my God. Yeah. Like G. G is. He. He. He's incredible. Um. He's obviously extremely busy and he he does his own things, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I really appreciate the value he brings to the space. The thread that he has pinned on his Twitter, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, like that was the first thread I read into NFTs and is basically him talking about why he paid 150 ETH on a CryptoPunk back in the day was the largest, uh, largest purchase and sort of like created this whole domino effect of CryptoPunks getting where they got. Uh, and when I first read that thing, I was like, whoa, now I get it. Now I understand what, why this is all about. And um, he's that type of guy, you know, like um, uh, I know him personally. He's a great person. And uh, every time I sit uh, on the table with him, it's just like mind-blowing conversations and someone that imagine like if we are having this type of conversation, being around the space for like five, six, seven, eight, ten months, imagine mm-hmm. someone that has been around for like two years, where, where their yeah. brain is at, where, oh, what sure. are things they're seeing. So, you know, that, that type of people, I think it's valuable. I think like G is a, is a, is a great example, uh, but there's a bunch of other OGs in the space that, you know, it's, it's, it's exciting to, to listen to because they, they, they tend to don't talk a lot, but more writing on Twitter or being a bit behind the, behind the keyboard. But it's always, it's always, you know, exciting to hear. Okay, awesome. It's a great resource. Thanks. Um, yeah, so is there anything that you want to plug? Anything exciting you're working on right now you want to get people excited about? Yeah, I mean, there, there are a couple things I'm involved, but there is one specific project that I'm really excited about. 
uh, it's called Nemus, nemus.earth. That's the, that's the shoe. <laughs> Go check okay. the website. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> this, uh, this project is incredible. So, you know, like basically in a very, very, very short way, what the team has done, they purchased 41,000 hectares of land in the middle of the Amazon forest. Um, and they're launching an NFT project around that to sort of like uh, create, you know, a, a, to distribute that land, the digital ownership of that land. Uh, through NFT, through NFTs, everything aimed at protecting uh, and preserving the area, not just the forest and the fauna and flora, but also the local community that re- that lives around the the land and depends on the land for 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 living. Uh, you know, one aspect that is really interesting for me is obviously the real world impact on which we now have the power to get together as people and community, and uh, you know create positive impact on the environment, but also positive impact in people's life. So that's incredibly exciting. And then the other aspect for me is, again, going back to mass adoption uh, and education, right? By using the suit of technologies that they are using. So they're using everything that Web3 offers, right? Uh, Smart contracts, DAOs, uh, tokenomics, NFTs, uh, you know, you name it, digital land, uh, loads of different DeFi gamifications aspects to it as well. Uh, by using those type of tools uh, in a in a in a cause that you know has positive or can have positive impact uh, in the world, I think it's going to be really easy to make people understand why those tools are important and make people expand their minds. That is not all about penguins and apes and uh, dog speak dog pictures <laughs> that you can buy for ten tens of thousands of dollars that nobody really grasps apart from people that are in the space. Uh, so that's what is really exciting for me. And that's why I got involved, because I think we're going to tackle two different aspects that are very, very important right now. Very cool. Very cool. Well, your enthusiasm is infectious. <laughs> Thanks for coming on and talking to me today. Um, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for having me on. Of course. It was great talking to you and hearing your opinions and ideas. And I look forward to hearing more from you in the future.